Are you wondering how to grow as a woman in corporate leadership or be an ally to these women? You're tuned in today to Life Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan, 104.1 FM, 700 AM. This is your host, Dr. Sirisha Kuchimanji. I'm a former tech executive, a podcast host, and an entrepreneur. I host the podcast, Women, Career, and Life. It's a top 30 person Spotify podcast. You can actually listen to it on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And uh, maybe you want to check out last interview. It was with Jen Sargent. She is the CEO of Wondery, which is actually Amazon podcast. So you can learn about entrepreneurship and pivoting from engineering into media and uh, learn a little bit from that. I also work with organizations on enabling and building leadership pipelines and strong leaders. So if you ever want to partner, you can check out my website sirishakuchimanji.com. I'm going to spell it because it's going to be a mouthful. It's spelled S-I-R-I-S-H-A-K-U-C-H-I-M-A-N-C-H-I. So let's dive in. I am going to open the phone lines once I finish the introduction because you will definitely want to call in to talk to Sai Lakshmi Santanakrishnan, who's joined us today. She's a tech executive who's had a very checkered, in a beautiful way, career traversing various things and she's going to talk and we're going to talk about how as women you navigate the path to executive roles into leadership roles and some of the pitfalls we've faced and how we can support each other i'm going to announce the phone line number so that you can call in and ask questions directly the number is 214-817-3333 so don't hesitate to call in Sai, thank you for being here. I'm so excited that we're going to chat about this because this is something very close to my heart. Thank you for being here today. Thanks, Arisha, for having me here and love the opportunity that we are doing as women, for women. So it's a great opportunity to do this and share our experiences and the barriers that we have faced so that women coming after us at least can. I hope we've made it a little easier for them and they can pick it up from where we have left to make it better for somebody else. Exactly. I feel like we shouldn't have to tread the same path again and again. How do you, how do you get ahead of this place? Correct. <laughs> yeah. So how, can you give a brief description? I know you studied computer science and you're in tech now as an executive. So what's been your path to this point? Like most people who wanted to leave India, mine has been a journey of unplanned paths. I came here, was picked up from as a campus recruit, moved in uh, to technology, didn't come to U.S. directly. I actually came to Caribbean. Uh, I was there with an, you know, an organization that was had a, a presence in the Caribbean, but uh, they called it Neoshore Operations for the U.S. and Wall Street. So it was a very humble, simple journey. I started ground up. I had worked in different roles from a junior programmer to where I am today. So it's been a journey of exploring a lot of different paths and one led to, to the other. And I think what has helped me to get where I am is because I was willing to take, travel the path untraveled, take risks, not knowing or expecting anything out of it, but just learning from the experience. And I think that has actually helped me and worked in my favor to find the next opportunity to integrate with people, to work with people, learn from people, figure out what I want to do. So I think it's just been a wonderful journey of adventures. I, and the thing that I picked up is like taking risks and learning because those are things we have to step out of our comfort zone often to do that. And you get so many rewards from it. I know the fear of trying something new is always there because you're wondering, oh, am I good enough? Am I going to fail at it? But I see that as the best way because most often that path is untraveled. So 
no one knows how that's going to work out and you always learn something you even if i did this podcast interview last night with the steam podcaster from australia and we were talking about it and even if you say you don't do well at your job and you get demoted your skills your network doesn't go away so those things are always with you and no matter besides your title so definitely leading into that risk and learning so were you always that way in a way or did this is something that you developed over time i think i was a rebel <laughs> <laughs> so I came into tech, I came into computer science just to break the stereotype that we all had in India growing up, that we had to become doctors or engineers, and if it was anything less, then you became a nurse or a teacher. So I think when I first came into this field, it was just breaking the barriers, and I was a rebel in that sense. I picked up computer science at that time. So that led into a lot of the work that I've done too. So when I came into, from a domain expertise perspective, I am a senior leader in cybersecurity, risk, compliance, governance, uh, regulations. So I've done it all from different roles that I've led. But again, it was not a field that was open to women. So I'm talking about, we hear about cybersecurity now, but before it was just information security. It was like information, how do you secure your information across? It's hardware, software. Across, how do you even have somebody taking care of the data center, for instance? What kind of uh, security guards do you put? What kind of controls do you have there? So I've grown up with the field. And again, there was nothing like this when I started my career as much as I'm dating myself. <laughs> but so I think I came in there because I was denied. I was told that, hey, girls, women cannot come into this field. I think that kind of also was one of the aspects of what led one into the other of me taking the risk. I, if you ask somebody who knows me very well, I play. I'm not a huge risk taker from that perspective. But I think I go by the gut feeling that I have and the opportunity to learn and grow because I did my master's actually after working in the field. I went and got my master's from Boston University in security and because I fell in love with the field. I, I realized what was... Uh, good for me in the sense. So it was more an exploratory path. And I think that has led me to where I am. And I and, continue to do that. <laughs> yeah. And I, it, going back to school after your work for some time, it definitely reinforces and the path is much more crystal clear. I stayed in graduate school directly from school and then went back at some point. But I think your um, takeaways and the mindset you go in with and what you want out of it is very much different. And even the faculty and all know, understand when returning students come back, as I think it gives you a perspective of what are you in love with because it was one like a lot of people find security to be very dry mm -hmm. in the sense correct it's not coding it's not but for me I think the years that I've worked in the field allowed me to understand because I've done every role I've done being a business analyst I've done a junior programmer's role I've done client relationship I've done vendor management I've gone into being on the other side of understanding requirements so I've played around with all of um, software development lifecycle I've played in every space but I loved what I did and I still continue to love what I do because it gives me the big picture. It doesn't restrict me to a particular domain. It's not. And that has given me the versatility to play around different domains because I've worked in financial sectors. I've worked in healthcare. I've worked in media. Everywhere you need it. And it's a horizontal fact. And I think that's what I loved. But it took me that journey to do it. And I would have not done it if I hadn't raised my hand to do the people. Because you're looked down because you are never... You're always, there's these tears of respect that you get when you're in a corporate world. Everybody doesn't have to be a CEO, but you can still have the brains 
to do the job, correct? Because they're all dependent as a team. So I think my thing takeaway for anybody listening to this is play by your guts, play by your, your strengths. You can't be somebody else. Each of us come with a special package and that's who we are. And to accept that and you will find rewards for it. It may be slow, but you'll definitely find it. <laughs> Very true. And understanding what you can bring to the table, because many of you may, when you're getting promoted into a role, this was my experience, especially when I went into roles where I was essentially replacing my prior boss. One of the things the hiring manager told me was, because you, you're going with the mindset thinking that you have to do it the way they did it before, especially when you're replacing someone in the, in the same organization. And they, in, in both instances, they told me, we're not hiring you to be them. We're hiring you to be you and do what you do well. And I think that's what we can tend to forget because we are looking at the corporate structure and thinking we need to mesh it, fit into it, but not always. There are things that you will have to accommodate around it, but you still have to show up as who you are and what you want to do when you come into this place. And if there are women listening, or like I said, allies listening to this talk, there are a couple of ways to raise your hand. But don't forget to raise your hand and ask for the challenging project or for that role and have that conversation with people. And I know I'm making it sound very seamless on understanding what we want. Sometimes the harder part is trying to decide what we want to do and explore those roles, talk to people. You can call into this Colin and talk to Sai and find out what she's working on or what I worked on and see what that even looks like and find out where you have to have those conversations. And don't restrict yourself to your vertical, like your management structure. Go talk to other organizations within your company and outside, because then you're going to learn so much more. And I found that the more conversations you have, the more lingo you learn, then, then you get a better perspective and like opens the doors for, you never know which door is going to open. Like today I spoke to someone I had worked with 20 years ago and we, we wouldn't have thought to cross paths again. And it was a wonderful conversation on something completely different than where we started. So keeping those doors open and asking for what you want, I think enables even management in some ways to understand where to help you and support you. I agree. I think being open to opportunities is a one important thing to go the path of untraveled. Um, go knowing that there is unknown, but there's always a learning. You could be successful, you could have a failure, but the experience of traveling that path, it's just like going to a new country, correct? We don't know everything about the country, but unless we step the foot there, and many of us as immigrants, that's what we've done coming to US. So we had a picture of US, we studied about US, but it's very different living in US. Um, and I think because we took that first step, all of us have done well for ourselves and in our respective careers. And I think that is what I would encourage a lot of people to do. Um, the other thing that I've seen is very helpful is having mentors. Um, it, it's, it's a great place to start. And I don't think that was formalized from when where we studied and we grew up. But I think knowing that people, and they come from anywhere. It could be your kids, it could be your grandparents, it could be your teachers, it could be your peers, your tech folks. It doesn't matter who they are, but be open to learning from everyone and anyone. I think mentorship and learning uh, ability to learn from each other is very important. I learn every day from different kinds of people. I, 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 the oldest lesson that I've learned to give back is from my grandparents. I still remember I have an image of my, today we talk about sustainability and how important it is to conserve food. And I still remember seeing my granddad pick up single pieces of rice that would go fall off a cart, which they would take from the farmland to, to be processed. 
I still have that image and I learned so much from it. So it's just that you never know when you'll connect the dots. So always be open to learning and from anybody. And I think my kids, my daughters, both my daughters are my biggest teachers in many ways. Yeah, life comes full circle, right? The role of teacher and student is constantly changing and it's changing on a daily basis and more so now with everything going on with tech and media and platforms that you never know where you learn and what is important to learn to keep up with technology. It's just uh, so fast that it, it works through all the processes and mentors, right? For those of you who are wondering how to navigate this path of mentorship, oftentimes your organizations could have a formal program or maybe you're part of a community like in a size part of a cybersecurity community. Maybe they have a national organizations, see where they have conferences, see who's part of that community, reach out on LinkedIn and stuff. But I would not ask, say, can you be my mentor? Because that's not really how mentorship works. You build a relationship with somebody and then it evolves into this mentorship. And it's also based a lot on trust. You are giving to them as much as you're taking away. So it's uh, a mutually beneficial um, relationship in a way. So I would strongly urge if you haven't thought or you don't have a mentor to think about finding one and maybe make that part. We are on almost what close to the fourth quarter in September. For this year, maybe if you haven't and you are thinking of what did you want to do, get a mentor because it will help clarify and they can see you for what we bring to the table to help support you and also push you, challenge you, and also you know call you on certain things so that you can move forward. I think you see different perspectives, correct? Mentorship is something that you helps you and you don't have to have the same mentor for everything. You could have a, say, a mentor for somebody who helps you with your technical skills or you want to bounce your idea off. And it could be even your spouse for all you know. They could act as mentors and you don't have to have this formal relationship or you're finding someone. But I think just reaching, having that other person to hear you out, be there for your growth, help you out, bounce ideas, take a stance for you tell you that you're wrong and maybe there is a way that you have to course correct and you could have somebody who just does that for your personal career building your networking it's any skill that you want to develop you might find different people because i think that's what has helped me a lot in the sense of resilience i learned that from my mother being resilient i learned what expectations you have for from a next generation or today's generation which we may or may not have perspectives about and that's where i see my daughters both my daughters giving me giving me <laughs> a very hard time to say hey mom you suck you have to think differently this is not how things work or this is another way to think about it and they are hard on me and i think it takes guts for them to turn around and tell me that and for me to accept that and move on i'm a, i'm learning still okay i may not be a good with taking feedback from my kids i'm learning and and I'm, that's something that we all relate to but i think it's what is important is is to raise your hands and i think there are many wonderful people around us in our community who can reach out especially for the next generation so it's more a request than anything else you don't have to commit to the same mistakes that we did as we traveled our journey, learn from it and do better than us and be there for somebody who's coming after you. Um, I think that cycle is very important. And that's what I tell a lot of the mentors that I work with. There are like women in cybersecurity. There's a huge forum, a huge community that's built. It's all volunteer work. People from across the globe give into it. So we encourage next generation of women to come and take part in cybersecurity. That, that's a beautiful forum. There's a forum here called DFWATW. They are a big proponent of identifying women leadership and encouraging them through uh, many of that. 
There are many people here in DFW, women who are, including you, Sarisha, come and starting from Silica, from your technology background in semiconductor, coming and hosting a pod show, a podcast, a radio show. It's impressive and in many ways, correct? So you took the shot somewhere and you, somebody must have helped you. Somebody must Absolutely. have guided you. Somebody must have given you that, that encouragement. So I think just find those people around you. And I'm going to echo DFW, ATW, I'm part of it as well. And there are so many forums. We'll definitely share our information. So you can connect with us on LinkedIn, DM us. We all have communities we are building constantly and uh, thinking about it. So one of the things that I am going to continue on that mentorship conversation is about talking about personal board of advisors, a personal board of directors, like every company has. You're the CEO of your life and your career. So make sure you're building that. Whether it's for a short-term discussion, a long-term relationship, could be family, could be friends, could be someone you meet once. So invest in these uh, places because it's, it's a journey of learning. That's what makes life fun, right? Trying new things. So when you're talking about investing in the younger generation, I think that's funny in, in some ways because I have teenage uh, kids, one in college and one in high school, and they keep you grounded, they keep you real. That's one way to put it. And there are so many other ways to describe that same relationship. Right? And yeah, I feel like, in some ways, it's very different, that generation from how we grew up, where we didn't fully express ourselves because of, of the way we were brought up and what the circumstances are at that time. But I think it's wonderful if, if uh, young people can express themselves. It is hard to deal with it. Uh, I have to tell you, when you're going through the teen years, this is a bit of a challenge. But it gives them the opportunity to learn how to you know, debate, how to convince you. And it's just, you will learn so much from it. And we have a little over five minutes. If you have questions, you're interested in learning, you have a leadership question, you're, you're interested in a certain community, you can call this number. It's 214-817-3333. The number in the studio and you'll go live on air is 214-817-3333. You're listening to Life Beats with Sarisha on Radio Caravan. Uh, you can check out my podcast, Women, Career and Life, which actually talks about women getting into leadership roles and how do you strive for financial independence and i do partners with universities and organizations and do speaking around leadership you can check out my website sirishakuchimanchi.com and sai and i've been really talking about not only our journey how mentors have become important and one of the other things is many of you may have heard about the concept of sponsors because sponsors are those people when you're in organizations you may know who your sponsors are in some cases you may not know who your sponsors are they are the people who are talking about you behind closed doors. They're the ones bringing your name up when opportunities are coming along. So one of the ways for you to continue to build your sort of uh, brand and your create is, is when you have a manager, make sure you're having conversations with what they call skip level managers, one level up, because those are the people in a lot of ways making decisions. Think about it like this. If you want to get promoted, your manager cannot hire you into that role. It's going to be his boss or her boss. So make sure you are building and expanding that network and go prepared for these conversations. See what you have, what I have done, what you've accomplished. So one of the things that research has shown and, you know, that as such women tend to struggle with is talking about their accomplishments we often feel like if you're doing an amazing job that we're going to be recognized for our efforts but reality check it doesn't happen you have to be able to speak about it and speak out about it and apply for jobs that you think you may not be fully ready for don't wait to check all the boxes just put your application in because there are other skills they're looking for other ways that you bring to the table that could really drive that career so 
look and continue to build on that? And Sai, what's been your experience in this field? I think it is very true that you have to sell yourself in a way that people become aware of what you bring to the table. And there are many ways to do it, correct? In the sense you spoke about sponsorship, I would also think about raising your hand for the community services. I think um, DFW is built on a beautiful community across you know, all communities, just not our Asian community everywhere. I think where they give for each other, it could be the Scouts, it could be Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. We spoke about DFW. Um, I run, we have a, a, a program called WeInspire.Guru where we are mentoring kids from ages of about six and about seven and eight to about 19. So we still work with them as a third year for them to listen to them and mentor them. I, I work with uh, FISD and PISD as volunteer when they come into technology and they want somebody, there's a career day, well, raise your hand, correct? You just go yes. there and you give in. And this way you know what skills you bring to the table and it may not be your day-to-day -day job, but what can you help them with? And those are beautiful journeys to go with because you are giving back because somebody before you did that for you and you have an opportunity to give back. But at the same time, it's also a way for you to say, hey, this is what I'm capable of. And somebody is watching you. And if there is an opportunity and if that's something that you're applying for and you're interested in, it gives you that space, correct? It gives you the safe space to play because sometimes you're learning a new skill and you may be not up for doing it within your professional environment. And but doing it as a voluntary in a voluntary environment, it gives you the ability to fail. And that's another concept that I think we all have to learn from is failure is okay. It's, uh, you know, it's okay to work there, try it out, because it tells you what you're good at, you're not good at. Maybe you need to pivot somewhere or you need to course correct somewhere. So I think those are opportunities I would encourage 100%. Be a part of the community. I think all our successes come as a team, correct? And the team is changing constantly and we have to lean in on to each other. I think it is a global space, whether we like it or not, there is the boundaries are breaking down. So you have to be a part of the team. And I, I truly believe in that. So I think your success is not your success alone, because wherever we are, we have spouses who are standing by us, taking care of our kids, encouraging us being our, our spokespeople. We've got friends. I've got my best friend who is there for me for anything I can just fall back on. I have a community who will, who will just fall back and say, Sai, you go to the conference. I will take care of your kids or I'll pick up your kids. So I think you need to build that community and your success and leadership qualities all come from correct being that empathetic leader comes from being that and that's a great way to end this conversation we have 30 seconds so Sai how can someone reach you and first of all I want to say thank you I think that's a beautiful note to end and so for you to be an inspiration and mentor these young people so how can people reach out to you uh, you can connect with me on my LinkedIn at Sai Lakshmi Asanthana Krishnan. Just look me up and you, you should be able to find me. I'm in DFW, so you should be able to find me. Uh, reach out. And if anybody is interested in the We Inspire.guru program, just uh, go check out the website.